A confidence boost for the Golden Knights in the final preseason home game last night as they rally back from three goals down. They beat the Avalanche 4-3. to three. Despite all of these injuries, the injury bug has hit VGK. We'll talk about that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel that is Locked On Golden Knights. We appreciate everything that all of you do out there. And we're just rocking and rolling. And hopefully, man, this preseason has lasted forever, Chris. And we'll recap the game from last night. BGK, the come from behind victory. And I thought that that was a good W in the preseason. But let's first of all talk about the injury bug and the injuries for VGK. We sort of alluded to this yesterday. There could be some other injuries. Who knows? Uh, Preseason is just lasting, lingering too long. And speaking of lingering, there are lingering uh, injuries currently for uh, William Carlson and now Alec Martinez. And yesterday as well, Zach Whitecloud. Uh, He underwent surgery. And he's going to be out. He's listed as week to week, which on the Golicometer means that he'll be out for several weeks. Correct? It, should there be any concern? Over. I'll take the over on several weeks for 500, Tony. Um, weeks to weeks, you think? Yeah. Months, months, months. Months to months. months. So Cassidy was asked about this in the post game presser last night. And his response. We're calling it week to week for now. Now, uh, there's been reports that it might be significantly greater than that. Um, Cassie did mention uh, he took a hit in the first Colorado game uh, on the boards, kind of like motioned by his hand a little bit, you know, so something going on there. And it's interesting because there are some reports that White Cloud had a hand injury in the last Stanley Cup clinching game game five this past season too so you wonder if that was fully healed or not and what's going on there so who knows here but yeah the injury bug um it's october well october the 5th technically october the 6th now and all these injuries are popping up this is uh this might this might make a a wtf i'm just got a feeling just got a feeling and alec martinez that was an injury that we didn't hear it wasn't on our radar we didn't hear much about anything there's going to be nagging injuries you know, at this part of the preseason, definitely too long. It, it is. Their their preseason is really long. You know, it didn't seem this way in the past. But uh, right now, I, you just want it to end. You don't want to play that extra game. Yeah, I mean, Saturday's game, we're not going to get too deep into that. But we'll have some importance. But I'm with you. I think everyone would rather just turn the lights off and uh, hang in Vegas for a couple of nights. And then all of a sudden... Uh, well, I mean, all sorts of fun happening next week with the Golden Knights, right? 
Yeah, I was, you know, last night I was really prepared for the 18 round shootout. I think I tweeted you out there. Uh, VGK came back. People are tweeting you out about that. <laughs> With a minute 17 to go, Paul Cotter uh, goes to the net and scores the goal. That entire sequence, you know, the guy that always gets concussions in Bo Byram just gets rocked. He got rocked against the boards. And that was just one of those sequences that wins you a job in the National Hockey League. Really was. Yeah, I mean, let's go back a couple of games. Um, the game against the Sharks, Cassidy did single out Cotter as attempting to have an influence in the game, playing that physical game, finishing all the checks and everything. And then obviously Cotter factored heavily into the decision on Thursday nights. And these are the things that get your teammates, you know, pounding the boards and getting excited and able to turn it on, sort of speak, and always be able to, like any shift, Cotter can have an influence on the game. Um, something else that Cassidy did mention, he's seeing a lot more or less Carrie and Colasar with the ability to do that, whereas a player like Dorothy and younger players, but not Cotter, sometimes it takes him a minute to kind of get going. But Connor's always going to have that gear, and it looks like there's a reasonable shot that Cotter is at least ahead of Dorofiev in the pecking order. But depending on uh, on your favorite, on your BFF's injury, William Carlson, you might see both of them in the lineup on Tuesday night when the banner gets raised. Well, you know, Carlson, we just have to be concerned about his preseason Ironman streak, you know, being intact. He actually played, Carlson actually played every game last season. He did. He's got his own Ironman streak going. So he played in every game, all 82. I'll give him credit. Lower back injury due to a falling downstairs. In the, <laughs> like, what if like 15 years from now, Carlson has like a tell-all book or something, and that that's like what happened? It could happen. Uh, we saw the Nick Wago from Alex Petrangelo and from Ivan Barbashev, who just makes things happen. I just, I think he might be my favorite player right now, just on the gritty. Index and he's and won't. Barbashev's going like at sixty percent right now too. Like he's not even, Man. He's not even. He's 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 just he's he's getting his minutes, but he's not. We're not we're not seeing uh, the great Ivan Barbashev yet. There you go. We saw the Amadio faceoff win, uh-huh. and nice. the quickest release that you'll ever see. By Pavs or whatever they call them, Pav, the Pavel, Pav. I think it's I think it's just one singular Pav. I'm gonna call then I'll call them Pavs because I just have to Pav. be unique. And uh, Durfee of uh, the turnaround wrister, <laughs> I just have to be different. So that was phenomenal. Uh, the quick wrist goal um, that he got past Georgiev, and then um, we also saw the Theodore shot that was deflected by Jonathan Marshall. So. And Marsha so was literally, if you watch that sequence there, he's calling for the puck in front of the net. Just like put it on net and I'll just tip it in. It was it was nice to see the comeback. It was fun. It was exciting. And you know, it was kind of a nothing game, and you're looking for storylines as the game is kind of going on. Um listen, in the regular season, does this comeback happen like this? I don't know. Also, to be fair, do the Golden Knights maybe fall that far behind in a regular season game? I don't know about that either, but the Avs certainly, they they kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit. And what I mean when I say that is it's a preseason game. It counts for absolutely nothing. Sure, they want to win the game, and McKinnon and McCarr had a huge influence on the game last night, as you expect that they would. 
But I also compare that to the Golden Knights preseason, right? Think about the last games they played, the pressure of the playoffs, the Stanley Cup final. And then all of a sudden you got these preseason games that mean absolutely nothing. The stands are three quarters full or San Jose 10% full. No one's there, you know. So the Golden Knights get a little bit, I think, cut a little bit of slack for their preseason efforts, right? You look at just everything in a vacuum. And when the Golden Knights decided they were going to play as a unit and everyone's going to put in about a 75% effort in that third period, you saw what the team is also capable of. And I guess all of us up in media row were thankful that they got it done in regulation and didn't need a, a shootout oh, or a 14-round overtime. Oh, my goodness. That would have been awful. Uh, in the uh, presser earlier in the day, it was things have really been sorted out now, I believe, and the same with you, uh, with the lineup and who's going to play. I have a feeling, okay, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I just have a feeling that McCrimmon says, <laughs> says to Cassidy, take this Comtois guy and, like, do something with him. It, it doesn't appear as though uh, Cassidy is a fan. And he was pretty adamant yesterday in the pregame presser, Cassidy, in saying, okay, tonight, no Comtois, no Brisson, no Bryson or whatever he calls him. Brisson. So, Brisson. <laughs> he was adamant, right? He just said they're not going to play tonight. <laughs> that was it. Like, done. Honestly, it would not surprise me if this is the exact opening night lineup. Of course, something. White Claw's out of the picture for a long time. Let's just understand that right now. Martinez and Carlson, of course, it would be nice if they do draw in the Tuesday night's game. Keep the Iron Man streak alive for Willie. If for some reason they're both injured, I think this is going to be how they're going to break camp and at least start the games next week. And I mean, there was moments, right? You know, the top line is still intact. Eichel was generating some looks and some opportunities. And doesn't shoot enough. No, and their first power play was awful. That was a theme. I wanted to hit. Um, okay. I hit marches so good. Yeah, no, the power play. The power play. Uh, we'll get to that right now because Cassidy said yesterday, earlier on, he wants more movement away from the puck, and there could not have been any less movement in that first power play opportunity where Theodore had a turnover, Eichel had a turnover, and no one was moving. They just were stationary. But the power play did pick up as the evening progressed, correct? Sure. But, I mean, okay, I did ask Cassidy and Marcus so both, and their answers were very similar. It was along the lines of pros and cons about the power play go. And Marcus so didn't really get a whole lot of pros in there, which is fair. Um, Cassidy mentioned he liked the second, third power plays, et cetera. First one, not good enough, not enough movement. So first power play, not good. That's my official analysis. The next power plays that the Golden Knights had, I believe, or at least there was a sequence later in the game where they basically had back-to-back power plays. The only time there was really good puck movement happening is when they were on the six-on-four portion of the power play because there was about 25 seconds left in a, in the first power play. A Colorado player takes a penalty, and uh, Thompson gets out of the nets, and the Golden Knights actually had some really good stuff happening in a six-on-four. And they were able to basically take it into, so they got a full two minutes with the on the next power play on the advantage. But now you got a tired PK units out there, and the Golden Knights almost took advantage. They got some really good grade A looks. They got, I think, about four. I think I tweeted out they got four grade A looks in about a forty-five second window. 
So credit the Golden Knights for taking advantage of the situation, but I don't think they had a singular clean power play that wasn't attached to something else, like the six-on-four puck movement, or basically a, a double minor is the easiest way to explain the perspective I'm trying to offer right now. So fine moral victory, I guess. They did move the puck a little bit better. And if there's a plus side, we know the Golden Knights are capable of winning the Stanley Cup with the 18th best power play in the NHL. It only takes 8 to 12 more goals to elevate yourself from the 18th best power play to the 6th best power play. It would be nice if they can at least get in that top third, the top 10 of this season, and take a little bit of pressure off of the 5v5 play. All right. Uh, Before we close the book on yesterday's preseason win, Logan Thompson, let's talk about him. He started off really slow, not his best performance, played a little bit better as the game progressed. Um, He never saw the goal, the shot on goal by Nathan McKinnon, but that's kind of hard to stop anyway. Uh, That was from the left circle. And then he should have stopped that one. He should have stopped that one. Yeah. And then he gave up uh, the Nikushkin goal off of the uh, Gerard shot. Um, and that it was, you know, watching that replay a few times, Jack Eichel just didn't know lay in the regular season. He might step in front of the puck. He just went, no, there was a couple of times where I thought the players offered a little bit of a professional preseason courtesy right. on both sides, on both right. sides of the yeah. game. It, you have to come on. Yeah. Like you have Besides to Cotter, though. Cotter um, mentioned um, he he had a Cotter's always a, a great sound bite. He mentioned in his post game that someone got him early on, and Cotter labeled him in the third period and made sure to get his number. And he went to quote Cotter, he went all Mach four on the guy. And then someone else, I don't know if it was Vince or who asked him, but someone said, "What is Mach five? And Cotter just you know, Cotter's always a good time to talk to. But um, back to Logan Thompson. The I can't I don't know the order of the goals, but the McKinnon goal you did mention. Sure, it's a one timer from the circle. McKinnon's one of the best players in the world. Fine, whatever. But when the goalie sees the shots, and it wasn't like a rocket pass across the crease either. Like Thompson tracked the puck and just missed it. Uh, that's a save that he wishes he would have had. And then there was a rebound that he gave up just in a real high danger area. Thought he had the puck, and then boom, tapped in, and uh, it was. Uh, it, Thompson had some pockets, so he had some good moments. There was a three-on-one, really good mobility going from across the crease and stuff like that. As the game went on, like you said, Tony, he did better. And I'm not knocking Logan. It's still a preseason. It's a preseason for the goalies. Um, Aiden does feel a little bit farther along, but again, we're talking about Logan Thompson, who played basically four periods of hockey in February maybe even less than that, and then didn't play all summer long besides practices and stuff like that. So it's going to take Logan a little bit of time maybe get to get up to game speed, but he's going to be just fine as long as Aiden continues to play the way he did in the preseason. VGK closes out the preseason on Saturday. Are we going to see some more rough stuff and hostility between VGK and the Kings? We'll talk about that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you by Bird Dogs today. Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh, through the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the same exact thing as Lululemon, 
but they fit much better and they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff restricting cotton. They have uh, something that they have invented and it's cloud knit fabric that makes you look good and it feels like khaki, but it stretches so that you have a much slimmer fit without having to sacrifice any movement. And uh, right now, go to birddogs.com slash NHL and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNHL for a free white tech hat with your order. That's birddogs.com slash NHL. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Welcome back. Locked on Golden Knights. It is Friday and we're going into the weekend and coming up shortly. WTF what the Friday. That bird dog's promo still up there on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they're they in my ear right now. They said give me a few extra seconds. So three. Okay. No, it's two, all good. One. Okay. We're good. Now. Wow. That's good. That's good. Oh, I got a, got a call from above. I got a call from above there. From on above. <laughs> so. Uh, the last time VGK and the Kings played in the preseason, we had that uh, memorable check on Mark Stone by Hayden Hodgson. Uh, are we going to see any carryover? He got waived. Waivers. He got waived. Yes. And so he's not very. He's not that good of a player. Is he coming back? Will he be back just for this one game only? Oh God, that would be. That'd be pretty funny, actually. Um, I mean, let's talk about the Golden Knights, I guess. Um, Cassidy did mention throughout the week that they might roll a similar lineup when the team travels to L.A. on Saturday for an afternoon matinee. Uh, the team does have a practice today, Friday at City at 1130 in the morning. Actually, you might head down there today and uh, check that out. I'm kind of curious to see what Cassidy might have to say and uh, if he'll if he, if the plan is still to continue pardon me, to play a similar line game over game, personally, I would rather them shut the book on all the players that are comfortably in this lineup and put as much of the, the Henderson Silver Knights in there as possible, whatever the rules allow, minus the veteran minimum, all that fun stuff and everything, besides players competing for a spot. So, you know, Cotter, Dorofiev, Come, I mean, come to us definitely playing in this game. I think that's all but uh, all but given at this point, unless Cassie just does decide to make this another dress rehearsal. But I don't think the Golden Knights need that, need another dress rehearsal, honestly. No, they had a good comeback. Everyone got out of that game healthy that we know of. Don't risk anything in this last game on Saturday because veteran roster they know what to do, they know how to turn it on and win when it matters. What more are they possibly going to get out of this Saturday matinee game in L.A.? Not much besides more about roster competition and camp battles and the defensive side, right? I mean, we really haven't even talked a whole lot about replacements for White Cloud here. Pahal you got looks Cor- good. Yeah, I mean, you got Pahal, you got Korazak, you got Ben Hutton. These Is are Korzak all... hurt? Is Korzak... No, Korzak's fine. He's out there. Are you sure he didn't sneak in an injury? I mean, it wouldn't surprise he- me. One surprise he called. I don't know his. There. I don't know his pet names. I don't know. Coors, 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 Coors Light. There you go. I don't know. know. Coors Light. Um, so maybe if he, if Korzak doesn't hit hard, maybe that that'll be his nickname. We don't want that. We want the we want the leaded version. Um, <laughs> so who's going to replace? And that was lightly touched on in last night's presser as well. 
and Cassidy just listed every basically defenseman that's available. So it, the, the battle is really Pahal and Korzak, and it just seems that Pahal is a little bit ahead as far as Korzak goes. And I think Ben Hutton, he's still going to be in that seventh role unless a left a left-handed shot goes down or something like that. So uh, VGK, do they play pretty much start of the season 11-7 or what the stop it. structure? We're not doing 11-7. You stop it. No 11-7. No 11-7. How about, how about the Kings? Uh, I think that they, on the power play, was it the Kings last night? I think that they played all forwards and no defensemen on the power play. That's pretty That's interesting look. That's yeah. fun. That's fun. I wonder if that'll stick. Yeah, I wonder if that'll stick during the course of the regular season. Uh, Last night, they did play the Frozen Fury. I went back to those games. I used to go to those games at MGM, and I went, you know, I was at the outdoor game that they played here at Caesars Palace with all the grasshoppers. All the bugs on the ice. All the bugs. It was grasshopper mania. It was disgusting. It's awesome. And the, the ice was... The ice was almost as good as it's been over there at T-Mobile. And last night, last night, the ice was just horrible. Bad ice, bad ice. Fine last night. Unless when they were losing, oh, the bad ice here at T-Mobile. Okay. I mean, watch the replay. I bet they didn't say that once. No, they didn't say that. I said that. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois from uh, Kevin Fiala in Salt Lake City last night. Ante Kopitar scored a goal. Adrian Kempe um, had a goal in that game as well. And, yeah, it's time for VGK to throttle down. It's more about the Golden Knights than it is about playing the Kings. Just get through it. Get through it as healthy as you possibly can and see some good things. I think Comtois will be cut. You have to cut down the roster by Monday, right? Or, Monday, or, a, two-way, or a two-way deal. But yeah. Or a two-way deal, which I don't know. I'm not quite sure. But So, I, I don't know. Monday, they have to have the roster down to the twenty-three. So I don't think there's going to be any surprise. I think Brisson now goes down to the minors. Yeah, Brisson's going down unless there's another injury. Um, yeah. Come toi, you wonder what the conversation was coming into camp, right? Was there a conversation about, listen, it's going to be tough for you to make this roster. Without some injuries, it's not impossible for you to make the roster, but it's just unlikely given the waiver situations, given the contracts, everything that's going on, how close the team is to the salary cap. So if you come to a come, come to a, pardon me, if you are willing to come quiet, come quiet, if you're willing to get through the preseason, show us what you can and then take a two way deal and see what happens. Like, I'm, I'm really curious if a conversation like that took place, because if come does end up signing some type of two way contract, I think that's going to tell you a lot about his desire to be a golden knight and the fact that he's willing to take a slight step backwards to be a part of last year's championship roster and come to like everybody knows what's going to happen not just with the golden knights but with you know teams all all across the nhl there's going to be injuries injuries mean opportunity and back to injuries i'm with you get through this game against la on saturday play the bare minimum veterans you can to field to ice the proper roster, those competing for spots, get them out there, see if they can have an influence on the game. And then, um, yeah, the Golden Knights start their merry-go-round of uh, media and everything they're going to be doing all week long. 
coming up next. It's what the Friday with some of your comments. Stay tuned. That comes up next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. When you are drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish that you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you could do it all right there on Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual interviews candidates that you invite uh, to apply through instant match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in the search according to us indeed data indeed does the hard work for you sponsor a job and boom instant match shows you and your candidates you like that right boom yeah uh shows you uh, candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit the job description immediately after the pers- uh, after you post it. And then with Instant Match, you can start hiring very fast. Indeed knows hiring needs. And it has to be very much cost-effective, especially when you run your own business. Uh, business. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application. Pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We are back. Locked on Golden Knights. This Friday edition. Heading into the weekend. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel. WTF time. WTF. Last night, um, first intermission. George McPhee, a guest on TNT, and they literally got in, I think, three oh. questions in about 10 minutes. I saw your tweets about that. Your guy, Eddie Olchek, just was a microphone hog. One of his questions, it was about Jack Eichel, but it rambled on and on and on. And you could see where even McPhee was like, okay, let me talk. I'm the guest. I'm the guest here. And so, uh, yeah, one of his questions, he had two questions of the three, I believe. And I thought the TNT was going to pretty much cut him off and tell him, I'm sure that they were in his ear last night. So WTF, Eddie Olchek. And then WTF as well. I'm just going to go here, rapid fire, and then you can go. Uh, Are the Golden Knights, you talked about all the hoopla coming up. Sunday's ring day, I guess, for the VGK. Private event, yep. Yeah, and then oh, I can't wait to see those rings. Um, are the Golden Knights going to do that? Tuesday night's going to be, there's so many distractions, you know. Um, you have all the wagus and the wags there in their ears. Uh, you've got uh, the Golden Knights. They do the gold carpet again, right? They did that last year, and the guys were physically exhausted by the time they entered the arena. WTF, too much hoopla going on this week for the VGK. I know Cassidy's trying to tone it down. When you see that, he was, no, he wasn't swaying. When when you see that banner being raised, it shows the hard work that you put in. It's not a celebratory thing. It's just that it shows all the hard work. So, no, there's no celebration. BS, WTF. It's funny. It's going to be a long week for for, um, the Golden Knights, definitely. So, here we go. Golden Knight fans, Monday nights. The Raiders 
will be honoring the Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights. No, 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 no. We don't. No one like no one from the VGK side likes the Raiders. Well, no one from the Raiders side supposedly gives a, a bleepity bleep about the Golden Knights either. Depending on what side of the coin you on and you're on and who you talk to. Just a reminder, Golden Knight fans. Everyone was blasting the Raiders for not tweeting about the softball game and not doing enough for the Golden Knights during the Stanley Cup run and all of that. Well, now the Golden Knights are going to be honored during Monday night football for what's going to be a road game for the Raiders because we more Packer fans here. So that's a problem in itself. But, you know, the Golden Knight fans, relax a little bit with the Raiders. Like, the Raiders are who they are. I'm not, I'm not saying anything great about the franchise. But point being is they're at least doing something. So just remember this next season when the Raiders don't tweet about the softball game, you know, but they still showed up for the game and they honored the Golden Knights. So just leave it alone. The Raiders are in Vegas. The Golden Knights are in Vegas. They're professional sports franchises. Just let them do their thing and don't flip out about their treatment of the Golden Knights, who they are going to be honoring Monday evening. WTF. Another quick WTF. Injuries. I put an article out in Vegas Hockey Now injuries concerns what's plan b and the comments come firing in on twitter and uh and uh through vegas hockey now about oh stop worrying about the injuries it's preseason it's not that big of a deal blah 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 folks zach white cloud was day-to-day with a little something something and he might not play until january depending on some reports that are surfacing right now william carlson quietly not playing all these games alec martinez Folks, it's October 6th. The season hasn't even started yet. We're talking about a team that has had a short summer, less days in the gym, and just all the things that accompany being a Stanley Cup champion. I'm not knocking any of the players. This is the toll. This is the price that is paid. So injuries are going to mount up. This is not going to be as easy sledding as everyone wishes and hopes it's going to be. So Golden Knight fans, just... WTF. It's time to freak out a little bit. Okay, let's go to some of our uh, comments here off of uh, the uh, Twitter feed, X feed. WTF. Uh, this is from at Larry underscore D Street, Larry DeLeon. WTF is Tony actually in love with Bruce Cassidy, Kelly's eyebrows, and Wild Bill. He seems to talk way too much about them all. All the time, by the way. Love this the Carp, show. It sounds like Carp's burner right now. WT, WTF. Um, of the three, Kelly's eyebrows, definitely at the top of my list. WTF. Stop it. Stop it. Um, is, uh, you know who else is going to honor uh, the VGK? Chandler Jones, I think. Chandler. Sorry, that was bad. WTF. That's Go ahead, so man. Bad. All right. So this might be the second time I've cited this comment here. So Duluth on YouTube, my favorites, Wild Bill. Only player on the Knights who can win, win the Selkie if they get him back to 30, 40 goals. There's one WTF right there in that first <laughs> sentence. Eichel is one-dimensional who needs to score 40 or 50 goals, not play PK. There's another WTF. Talk about the face-off percent, blah, 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 blah. And then the last one, Bergeron won the Selkie despite Cassidy. Like W, come on! Like, what are we doing here? So W, you got a hat trick of WTFs in that one. Um, Mark Andre Fleury, this is great last night. So Connor Bedard gets an attempt in the shootouts, and 
the puck goes on edge. He doesn't get a great shot, but it was bad ice. Has, bad ice. Like yeah, bad ice. Did they, they play at T-Mobile? Yeah, no. You, they're they're on fourteen oh seven West Madison Street, I believe. Um, I think that's the address. Maybe it's sixteen hundred. Whatever it is, it's right there on West Madison. But point being is, right as Bedard is thinking about pulling the trigger, he gets next to Mark Andre Fleury. Fleury just dumps him. He stuck out his stick and dumped him. I think the attempt was over, so that's why the refs didn't call basically a penalty on Marc-Andre Fleury and give another shot to Bedard. And then Bedard is just looking over in disbelief like at the ref, like, oh, what, what just happened there? Friggin' Fleury gives him a stick tap on the shin as he skated away. That was away. awesome. That it was, was awesome. just, it was a golden moment. It was. I thought, absolute... I thought it was like a nice try, kid. But it, you that's exactly what yourself. it was. It was the thirty, what seven year old Mark Andre Fleury uh, telling uh, the fourteen year old Bedard, uh, "Hey, bro, there, better kid. luck next yeah. time." <laughs> WTF? And to be fair, Fleury's not razzing him or anything. I'm sure if they no, no, met no, no, after no. the I game, that that was... I'm sure they would have been laughing and had a lighthearted moment about it. No, I, I really thought that that was like, hey, good try, keep it up, or or something. It, like it was Mark Andre Fleury just being fun. It's Mark Andre yeah, Fleury being fun. one of the most fun and entertaining players in the NHL. Good clip. WTF from at E runs. Eichel needs to shoot the puck in the circle. We've got a good one from Harvey McCarthy. I didn't see this until he pointed it out yesterday. WTF is Yahoo doing posting playoff standings for preseason. So they have the preseason standings with points and everything, and like across the board. WTF. Well, the Golden Knights are, are trying to get that last wild card spot. Ottawa, trying to get Ottawa and Toronto are tied with 10 points apiece. Do they get a banner? They get a banner? WTF! I thought that that was hysterical. I, n- I didn't see that uh, previously. Don't they do that um, in, in baseball, like the Grapefruit League? Don't they like play each other, or isn't there like an, a the championship for the preseason? I don't. Yeah, they used to they do, do something, something, and they give, they, yeah, do, but they, do they give something. a trophy, what have you. But that's silly to have preseason standings out there with point totals, and uh, you know your streak. How many games in a row have you won? Oh my God, streak! Oh, Ottawa three game win streak. Oh boy, good <laughs> they, job, Ottawa. When they put the point totals Get in there, that was, over the, that was over the top. Uh, one final WTF. Uh, this is from at Sisifer, T.W. Simpson. Ah, what's up? WTF is up with the, uh, <clears throat> the ice at T-Mobile this preseason. The puck has been extremely bouncy this year. Hashtag WTF. I don't know, Sisifer. Uh, Todd, I think you're getting a little out of You're getting a little, you're getting a little antsy, Todd. Just relax. Just but get awesome. in our spot. You got to buy the Red Wings one of my breaks. You'll be fine. Just just get back in one of my breaks. You'll be good. My favorite WTF of the preseason is the standings, though. You can't beat that. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's Locked On Golden Knights. And especially our everydayers. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for putting this show way over the top. We've already exceeded all expectations for this year and for years to come, perhaps. For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again Monday right here on Locked on Golden Knights. Take care.